Hi again everyone, welcome once more to our next installment of the Holy Spirit series and we're looking of course specifically at the fruit of the Spirit and today we're looking at patience or as the NIV puts it forbearance or the King James Version long suffering. I love the amplified rendering um, of patience. Patience not the ability to wait but how we act while waiting. Not just the ability to wait but how we act while waiting so when you're forced to wait how do you act it seems to me we either act in frustration or we act in faith someone said patience is something you greatly admire in the driver behind you but not so much in the one in front of you and we often get impatient when things appear to get in the way of our progress isn't that right But what if it's not just patience in the waiting that we need, but also patience in suffering? And that's much more difficult, isn't it? The Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible um, defines patience thus, the ability to take a great deal of punishment from evil people or circumstances without losing one's temper, without becoming irritated and angry, or without taking vengeance. It includes the capacity to bear pain or trials without complaint, the ability to forbear under severe provocation and the self-control which keeps one from acting rashly, even those suffering opposition or adversity. Who does that sound like? It sounds to me like a description of Jesus Christ himself. And in 1 Peter 2, verse 21 to 24, we're exhorted um, to behave like Jesus did. It says, therefore, to this you were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps, who committed no sin nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. The New Testament talks about the patience of Christ. And in Second Thessalonians 3, 5, Paul prays, Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. What is the patience of Christ? Well, obviously, all the fruit of the Spirit come from love. And, of course, his patience comes from love too. In fact, God is love. And we find in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and verse 7, uh, love suffers long. It's just another way of saying is patient. And verse 7, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures, is patient in all things. Of course, Jesus revealed the heart of the Father. Jesus is showing us that irrespective of what image we've received of God, God is abundantly patient because God is love. (laughs) Think about it. In the Old Testament, who is it that displays the most long-spiritedness or the calmness of spirit under the severest provocation to lose his temper? Well, it has to be God. Because we see this continual cycle of Israel's rebellion and compromise towards the covenant of God. And yet God is revealed. Just as it says in Psalm 86 verse 15. You, Lord, are a God full of compassion 
and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy, in truth. God is patient. Yes, the God of the Old Testament. And we see even before the flood that God was patient with the earth. Even in his dealings with Pharaoh, God was shown to have endured Pharaoh with much patience, Romans 9.22. In fact, we know now in, in the New Testament, in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, that this is the reason for the delay of the return of Jesus Christ to the earth, that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Isn't our God wonderful? But can I ask you, is this your perception of God? Do you see God as patient? Can I let you in a bit of a secret? If you want to cultivate patience in your life, in fact, if you want to cultivate any virtue and any of the fruit of the Spirit here in your life, you, you need to see that this is the very characteristic of God in Christ and this is what your God is like because you become like what you worship. If your God is angry, violent and vindictive, that's how you will be and you will misrepresent God to the world but that's not the way God is in fact Romans 2 4 says do you show contempt for the richness of God's kindness his forbearance and patience realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance God's patience is a demonstration of his kindness goodness and love so our God is patient with us and all of the world, and that is displayed in Christ. But how is the patience of Christ produced in our lives? Well, I have to break it to you that the patience of Christ is largely produced through the fellowship in Christ's sufferings. Someone has said, never ask the Lord for patience. I don't, don't know if that's an absolute truth, but I understand where they're coming from because we all would like to possess patience, but we don't want to go through the process that produces it. Tribulation is needed to create patience. Suffering. In Romans 5, verse 3 through 4, we read, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Tribulation worketh patience, the old King James Version says. Because patience is the catalyst to blessing. Graham Cook puts it like this. Patience is the entry point, but tribulation is an upgrade disguised as a problem. I like that. Tribulation, suffering, is an upgrade that God wants to give us blessing through, but patience is the catalyst with which we access that blessing. Now, I'm not saying that God is the cause of suffering. It's not what I'm saying. But God allows suffering into our lives and it, he uses it, he works it even though it is evil. He works it for our good and the catalyst to the blessing in suffering is patience. Patience is the means by which we inherit God's blessing. 
Patience creates space, if you like, for growth to happen. And without patience, well, circumstances and even suffering, I think, can be prolonged because we don't learn the lessons that are there to learn. I think of Israel wandering around in the wilderness in the desert for 40 years on a journey that should have taken them just over a week. And often when I think of them doing that, I think of a little puppy learning to walk on a leash and uh, the owner might get fed up with the puppy pulling and straining on the leash and not behaving. And so he just stops right where he is and waits for the puppy to calm down and obey. That's a bit like God with the children of Israel in the wilderness. He, he sometimes just stops, even in our own life. We stop progress because we're, we're not learning the lesson. And we need patience. We want to strain on ahead. But God wants us to learn the lesson, and we need patience to do that. Philip Brooks, uh, the Boston pastor, when asked one day the reason for his agitation, said, the trouble is I'm in a hurry, but God isn't. It's so true, isn't it? We want to get to the next stage, the next junction in the journey. But sometimes we do that at the expense of what God has to teach us in the midst of life circumstances now. And for that, we need patience. George Swinnock said, To lengthen my patience is the best way to shorten my troubles. To lengthen my patience is the best way to shorten my troubles. That's quite ironic, isn't it? Because when we think of patience, well, at least for me, it often makes me feel, well, that must be like resignation to a lengthy problem. I don't really want patience because it's like giving in, but it's not. I'm not sure actually that we can shorten the tests that we go through, but I'm pretty sure that we can prolong them like the children of Israel in the desert. And it seems to me that if there is a way to hasten them, I'm not sure it can be, but, but if there was a way to hasten the end, it is through patience. We'll certainly cross the line on time if we possess patience. To walk with God in obedience, you must walk at God's pace. It takes patience to walk with God. I remember reading years ago, the Japanese missiologist, the expert in missions, um, Kosuke Kuama, and he talks about how our God is the three mile an hour God. <laughs> That's wonderful, isn't it? He goes on to say, this is the God of the Bible who led the Israelites out into the desert for a 40 year walk at three miles per hour so they could learn that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. A three mile an hour walk. And by the way, that's the pace all of us walk at, most of us anyway, on average. And it took the Israelites 40 years to learn a 20 word truth. Man shall not live by bread alone, etc. And to, to learn that, they had to walk at God's pace. Wow, the book of Hebrews teaches us that it is through faith and patience that we inherit the promise. It's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. Do you know two of our greatest enemies and two of the greatest weapons of Satan himself are hurry and pressure? 
and our whole world and for some of us our lives are filled with them. Whereas Leo Tolstoy, the Russian novelist, said this, the two most powerful warriors are patience and time. Patience creates space for us to access the grace and blessing and the other virtues that God has for us in the midst of the most fiery trials. Martin Luther said, to withstand Satan's continued assaults, we must be long-suffering and patiently wait for the devil to get tired of his game. That's marvellous. This virtue, this fruit of patience, which is a supernatural thing given to us by God, it is the patience of Christ. It is the very patience of God himself. It enables us to sit the devil out. It enables us to wait until the devil gets tired at his own game. Do you need this patience? I think I need it. I think we all need it. The patience that creates the space for you to experience love. In your trial, joy, peace, the kindness of God, the goodness of God, his faithfulness, his gentleness and the self-control that he will share with you through all your trials of life. Do you see how intrinsic patience is for us to access all the fruit of the Spirit, especially in our difficult times? I've just been so excited with this revelation of patience to me and the fruit of the Spirit. And it's probably one of the most neglected things in my life. I suppose I haven't valued it the way God values it. But then when I look at our Lord Jesus Christ and I see perfect patience exemplified, I say to myself, well, if I'm to walk as he walked, I need his patience. And you know, there's a lot of time I don't have patience when I'm waiting on God or I'm, when I'm in the fiery furnace and the heat of temptation or trial. Oh, God, can we move on now? Can we get past this? Why am I still here? And could it be that maybe the lesson itself is to allow God to work the patience in me that I will need for the journey ahead? You know, a good prayer to pray if you don't have patience. Lord, give me your patience for mine is run out. <laughs> Lord, give me your patience for mine is run out. Let's pray that together. And we ask the Father in Jesus' name to exhibit the fruit of his Holy Spirit in our life in patience. And right where you are in the midst of maybe your testing, your trial, it could be the enemy himself who's stoking the flames and you're saying why isn't this stopped well maybe the Lord is working patience in you so that these other fruit can be exhibited let's pray Lord we thank you Father that you were long suffering and patient with your people and you still are with us and we thank you that you displayed your heart in Jesus in his patience in his long suffering 
And Lord, as we look at him, we just love him and we worship him for his, his great patience in the midst of the cross and his perseverance for the joy that was set before him to endure the cross, his determination. Lord, we thank you that it was all because of love. And Lord, we pray that we might be able to access your love in such a way to also receive patience in the midst of our deepest valleys, darkest heartaches, in order that we might even hasten the end of that route and come through to the blessing that you have for us. Lord, I pray especially for those who are in the midst of tribulation at this time. And I thank you that your your long-suffering is there for them and your love and your grace. And may they receive the gift of patience today in order to access all of that for their good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Hope you're enjoying this series and see you again next time for the next fruit.